Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. We're sitting down with Dr. Josh Funk of Rehab to Perform once again, and we sat down, I guess it was in Annapolis probably six months ago when you had, no, I'll tell you when it was, it was probably like August, shortly after you opened the Annapolis location. Yes. And now we are here up in the far reaches of the county, not really, but we're in (laughs) Gambrels and... I could give you the address. We're at the newest location. It is actually 983 Walk Chapel Way, but it's easier to say behind Dick Sporting Goods. Yes, and very close to Wegmans. <laughs> you can get your shopping done, your sporting goods, and you can get your rehab done at Rehab to Perform all in one shot. <laughs> That's one of the uh, yeah one of the things we always try to shoot for is to be convenient. So yes, you hit the nail on the head. That's true. Well, there is plenty of parking here. Uh, they're developing that whole area behind there. It's a great location. And boy, you have been busy since the last time that we spoke. We knew that you had your eyes on a Columbia location that was underway. And that opened up now? Yes, in November. How was that doing? Uh, it's off to a great start. Uh, Howard County is a great place, and uh, we're it's just happy to be there. County. Come on, Pittman listens to this. Man, here's what I'll tell you. Annapolis is exceeding any expectations for a location that we've ever had, and to be quite honest, blowing the doors off of any metrics of any previous location that we had. So from a forecasting standpoint, and if we're comparing historical data, it's our best office yet. Wow, that's yep. good to hear. Yeah, and it's not even close, if I'm being honest. Wow, that's great to hear. Yes. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, the stupid question is, is I mean, I'm assuming that Rehab to Perform is a corporate entity. And I mean, you started this, I mean, it was a handful of years ago. December 2014. Okay, so it's a handful and a couple of fingers yeah. <laughs> ago. But you have just, the growth has been phenomenal. Um, and I mean, are you stopping? We're not stopping. We have Tyson's Corner that will be in July or August, uh, and we do have plans beyond that. I think that if I'm being fully candid, we realize we have something really special. We have a special uh, deliverable with regards to the services that we provide. We feel like we have a really special culture, and we feel like we're really doing a good job of redefining healthcare expectations. So if you have something that's special, why not share it with more people? Well, Tyson's is going to be your first one out of Maryland, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Do you have eyes on Delaware or Southern Pennsylvania? Or we're not we'll quite see? there yet. No, I, I, we're going we're gonna to go into Virginia um, and obviously go beyond Tyson's Corner. Uh, there's other areas in Maryland that we would like to explore the opportunity to go into as well. But, you know, we, we, we've been very intentional uh, with where we've gone. And, and we want to make sure that we're putting ourselves in a position where we have the people and the opportunity that we have in some of these locations previously. Well, you're in a sort of a, I don't say a strange, but a unique position. I mean, you're not just opening up a physical therapy practice and needing to make sure that it works to be able to pay your employees and to pay everything and pay the rent and everything else. At this point, you've got a brand that needs to be protected. So, I mean, you do have to be very, very measured in where you go and what you do and how you do it. Um, Because if 
you know, all of a sudden you open a rehab to perform in some area that won't be served, it's, it damages your brand. So, I mean, that makes perfect sense that you're really very measured where you're going. And if I can speak to that, the thing that we've been so good about is being able to internally shift or internally promote people that have been with our company for a certain amount of time. I'll give you, for example, Annapolis office, Jamie is the lead PT and she'll actually be overseeing the entire county. But Jamie's background is in Anne Arundel County. She had been with the company for about four years at our Frederick office, and we have regular conversations with the people on our team. Hey, what do you wanna do with your career? What do you want from a leadership standpoint? How can we help develop you and think forward with regards to putting you in positions that you see see or you want to see yourself? So Annapolis was opened because of a conversation with Jamie who had been with us for four years. So when you talk about opening up an office in Annapolis, well, she gets everything and anything associated with the company. So you're not having to start from scratch. You're not having somebody come in who can't, as you mentioned, and it's actually one of our seven operating principles, protect the brand. Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's, I've been seeing some of the other marketing that you've been doing and stuff like that. And I noticed that you've got this uh, couch to 5k. Now, is this a, 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 training program for running or is this for are we looking at for is that for injuries that are looking to get back into running or what is that program about so one thing that we realized over the course of the pandemic was that a lot of people were doing outdoor activities one of the easiest things to do get a pair of running shoes and hit the pavement or hit a trail We had a lot of people in our facilities who didn't necessarily have resources when it came to doing that. So they were ending up trying to do things on their own, struggling to find resources, and then unfortunately ending up with injuries. What what type of resources are we talking about? So the Couch to 5K that you're referring to is a completely... we'll call it at your convenience online platform that they can purchase and plug into and it's self-paced. So they can, it's structured with them with regards to running, structured with them with regards to recovery, and it's structured with them with regards to the cross training or strength training. But ideally it takes them through this journey where maybe they weren't uh, incredibly physically active and haven't ran for a while. Well, they're back to running a 5k by the end of the program. Now, we also have another option that has more of a, a little bit more individual coaching, a little bit more individual programming that could be found in R2P plus, but those are two separate wellness initiatives that support people. And R2P plus goes beyond just running, but ideally helps people get back to doing something like running. Well, I know the thing that impressed me when we spoke last time is that in the basic sense, you're about helping people heal and getting them on their way. But uh, you your attitude goes much deeper than that. You know, I mean, you can sit there and you can, you know, bend my knee because I had my ACL torn and stuff like that and, and get me walking and everything else. But you're taking it much further than that. I mean, you're taking an interest in the client. You're taking an interest into what their active lifestyle is, whether that might be, you know, moving from the couch to the refrigerator for a beer or whether maybe it is running that 5K or, you know, for the idiots that are crazy enough to want to run a marathon or do an Ironman or something like that. Man, I just ran my first half marathon. I was thinking, what am I doing? doing. I I don't know how many different times throughout the course of that running race. And I'm still actually dealing with this lingering calf issue. So maybe I should have listened to you. (laughs) Is that legitimately you just ran a first half marathon? Yeah. Frederick Runfest. I would have have figured that you would have been a a 
more of a marathon guy that might have had a number of them under your belt. I'm a 5K, 10K guy. I'd rather a short sprint and, uh, you know, kind of go all out effort for a shorter, shorter period of time. I think that just probably goes more hand in hand with my sporting roots and that for conditioning, I generally enjoyed interval training or some faster bout of activity rather than doing something long and steady for, for you know, a significant period of time. Have you ever done the 0.05K in Annapolis? I haven't, but I'm going to have to do it. And I will be doing the Bay Bridge run for the first time this year as well. I did that last year. It's, it's on, um, no, it's late in this year. It's like November 20th or something like we that. We will have our new recovery trailer there. So maybe you oh, can pop cool. in the boots and stop by after. Very cool. Yeah, no, the Annapolis 0.05K is uh, from one side of the Eastport Bridge to the other side. It's the uh, world's least strenuous race. And the uh, I think the record time is 34 seconds or something like that. And it's uh, it's just absolutely perfect. And everybody goes and drinks afterwards. So it's... <laughs> In the beginning, I thought you were messing with me, but that's actually a thing. That is a thing. It, okay. it just, just happened a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I missed they, start, they, they line up with, they get a police escort. They line up. They've got a water station in mid-span of the, the Eastport Bridge. Yep. Um, Dogs run it. They've got costumes and it ends right there at uh, where Fleet Beat used to be okay. right at the other side of the bridge. So yeah, it's yeah. literally 0.05 K. It's 600 and some odd feet. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I, I'm getting in tune with all of the different community, I guess, offerings. And that's not one that's been on my radar. What is the difference between your locations? I mean, I know before we started recording, you said this has, I mean, and, and this does have some great high ceilings um, here and it's very open. I mean, you've got the overhead doors that open and Annapolis was, seemed a little bit smaller to me. Annapolis is our smallest office. So I think part of that, if I'm being honest, and I'll kind of throw myself under the bus here, I went into expanding to Annapolis a little bit more cautious than I think that I should have. Uh, I'll be transparent and say that we're already asking uh, to see if there's going to be an opportunity to kind of expand our walls there. We have a tenant next to us who really hasn't resumed normal operations after the pandemic. And maybe if they don't need as much square footage, we'll be able to expand our footprint there. But this office in Gambrels is much more like Frederick and Mount Airy. Now, why is that? Uh, A big reason is, quite honestly, just the economics. You are in a place where the cost per square foot is not as high as, say, like an Annapolis, a Bethesda, a Tyson's Corner. We also, at this office, are sitting in a private treatment room, which we do not have in Annapolis. We have a private treatment room in some of our places, and it'll ideally be one in each county, that are gonna allow us to build into some additional services when it comes to uh, physical therapy. Some stuff that still fits under the umbrella, but maybe it's not gonna be in a sports and orthopedic niche, and you'll just have to wait for the third rendition of this podcast to share more. I'll have to bring you a jacket. And when the third one, you get like a green jacket, like like, like the masters there or something like that. But again, like we mentioned that you do have physical therapists that are running. It's not just somebody that you've hired off the street. Who's running your office up here? Is it office or practice? What's the, what's the, what's the ah, you can call it what you want. Office, location, practice. I mentioned before, Jamie's going to be overseeing Anne Arundel County in terms of things from a clinical standpoint. Mm-hmm. So she'll have her team of PTs in this county. Dr. Akani Salako is our physical therapist who is here. Uh, currently, he actually, like many of our employees, uh, went through our internship program. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with our company, we pride ourselves tremendously on the educational aspect to the company. If we can deliver a great service, well, let's also try to find a way to get this 
in front of the next generation of professionals. So high school, college, and the professional student or that doctor of physical therapy student who spends anywhere from eight to 16 weeks with us before going on to other rotations or graduating. But actually more than half of our PTs have spent time doing what is called a clinical affiliation or clinical rotation with us in a situation where they get to go through everything and anything uh, associated with delivering PT underneath of our umbrella. Right. And, and under the, the watchful eyes of the doctors that are running your, your exactly. different offices. Exactly. So talk about Tyson's Corner. Tyson's Corner is going to be opened by a gentleman that went through the DPT internship program that has been in Bethesda with our team for two and a half years. So they're almost, you almost have like this pipeline, pipeline to joining our team and then pipeline potentially with regards to future leadership opportunities. That's great. That's great. Well, I mean, you've done a great job of, of leading the organization and expanding it from a, from an idea. And I know the last time we talked, you said it got uh, the, the, the concept was sort of born when you got bounced out of what lacrosse in college with an injury. I got hurt seriously for the first time. And somebody uh, used the word surgery. And I thought I was going to have to get labrum and rotator cuff surgery at the end of my sophomore year. And the sports medicine and rehabilitation experience at Ohio State, and I would imagine this is for all Division One athletics, was just amazing. And I came home and I was like, man, this is very underwhelming. Why is there such a significant disconnect in terms of what is available to me at school versus what is at home? I, I was working with people that I didn't feel like actually spoke my language that really couldn't prepare me for higher level activity. And the reason why is because they were more in this, we're an everything to everyone, more of a generalist from a sure. PT standpoint. So we have an environment where we're not generalists. We're not going to have 11 or 14 different uh, specialties that we do. We do three really well. We do orthopedics, sports, and concussion-based physical therapy. Those are the three areas that we focus on. And we have people that are diving deep and they're more specialists instead of generalists. So we're a mile deep as opposed to a mile wide, which allows us to better cater to people that are uh, in a situation where they're asking more of their body um, at that given time, or they're just looking to get more out of their body. And by that, I mean the individual that wants to be more active as well. Sure. I wish you were around when I had my uh, quadricep tear. Man, I mean, we would have some fun. It was, uh, yeah, speak for yourself, but yeah. it was uh, the physical therapy that I went through. It was, you never knew who you got when you came in into, into the office. Yeah. And it was, you know, each one had their own little idea try this, try that. Um, ultimately, I got through with it, but I mean, it was, uh, it wasn't a great experience. I mean, I wish, uh, you know, Rehab to Perform would be, be there at what point, but I mean, your leadership has shown how you've grown and everything else. And I know that Inc. Magazine named you guys, what, the 82nd of 5,000 fastest growing private companies in what they call the Mid-Atlantic, which I wouldn't call the Mid-Atlantic because that's uh, DC, Maryland, Delaware. It also includes West Virginia, Virginia, and North Carolina. So it's a it's a big region at this point. That's yeah. a big region. That's got a little bigger than the year before. So. That's a pretty big deal. It's awesome. Just, I think, not that you're ever trying to compare yourself, but I think just the opportunity to be included in a group of companies that, despite some very, very challenging, extenuating circumstances, like just continue towards whatever goal and dreams that they had for the company. We, if anything, doubled down during the pandemic on certain things instead of getting tremendously cautious. And I know that 
kind of goes contrary to what I said earlier with regards to the square footage, but we took a little bit less square footage, but we still hit go. And we, by the time Tyson's opens up this year, will have opened up four offices about within a year's time, doubling the company from four to eight in one year versus before that in six and a half years, we had only opened up four. So just being in a situation where, uh, or, or being in the company of other companies that are not shying away or, or not backing down or significantly diverting from whatever their mission, vision, uh, and overall trajectory was pre-pandemic. Right. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, one thing you said, I mean, you're doubling down on that. And a lot of people just don't get that in, in any number of things. You know, when you get into a recession and money is tight and everything else, I know a lot of retail will go like, oh, no, we can't advertise. We can't. Right. No, we don't want to run that ad in the paper because that's so expensive and everything. I'm like, no, it, this is the time you need to. You need to make sure. I've got yeah. a friend of mine that does public speaking and he always says that, you know, if, there, if you know, you need to remind everybody that you're alive. Right. Time and time again, or they're yes. going to think you're dead and they're just going to forget about you. Right. And, you know, that's exactly what you've done. I mean, you've, you've, you've set your roots in the different communities and, and you're doing it. And Tyson's, I was just reading where um, Northern Virginia is, you know, just on fire. And I think they said that the mean or the average new sale home price, not a oh, new home, yeah. or the average sale price was like a million bucks. It doesn't surprise me I'm at like, all. Wow. Falls Church, McLean, some of those places oh. around that area where, yeah, there's it's crazy. massively uh, beautiful homes popping up left and right. But not to, not to chime in there real quick. During the pandemic, you could have gone two different ways with regards to spend. You could have chosen to spend more or chosen to spend less. Now, a lot of people chose to, suppose to spend less. We chose to spend more. Now, when you spend more, if you know anything about cost per click and cost per acquisition and the pool of people that you're competing with isn't as uh, deep as it once was, your spend per actually acquiring a customer was actually less, Down, yeah. which turned out to be significant for us where we were able to continue to grow um, and continue to remain profitable during the past two years, which I think was obviously uh, it was challenging for a lot of people. Right. Well, what were the challenges during COVID? I mean, it's hopefully knock on wood here. We're coming out of it. Yep. Um, and obviously it's a different world now. We're not masked up and all that kind of stuff, which right. is wonderful. But what were the challenges? I mean, did you have, I mean, you hear people, restaurants can't find employees. I mean, they're shutting right. down every other day because they can't staff the thing. I mean, did you find it a tough time finding employees? Or, the employee I mean, part was a- fine, you know, and I just come back to the internship program. Like we're going into places and we know who our next hires are already. Like I can pull up a spreadsheet and go, okay, Tyson's opens. Boom. This person's going there. Tim's going here. This person's shifting here. When Tyson's gets to a point when it needs its next person, we're adding this person. I already know who the next person is here in the next two to three months. So we have the, the at least the clinical side almost already slotted where we forecasted for future needs. We have this deep bench that's been created as a result of the, the intern pipeline. So the, the other end of the conversation takes you to clerical hiring, front desk hiring. receptionist stuff that's more behind the scenes that is an area that admittedly has been a little bit more challenging um but i do not think that that's nearly as challenging as dealing with all of the different county by county policies and procedures um and i i I realize this is a a problem that you create through growth but when you're operating in different counties you have to follow the different rules by the different counties and i think the uh 
quickly changing, uh, always seeming contradictory at times, all over the different ends of the spectrum type of decision making that went on made it very challenging because you'd have people operating here, you'd have to be communicating something here, something changed here, you're getting a new uh, email out or you're getting a new sign in the office or hey, now people are coming in and they weren't aware of stuff. So now you're having to inform them and you just all these different little details that I think just changed so frequently. And I'm not going to throw one county under the uh, under the bus, uh, but there was definitely one that was incredibly challenging throughout the course of the pandemic, just for the sheer amount of changes that they did go through, where it creates a little bit of you know administrative burden. You have to be on top of not just external communication, but internal communication, external to the people that are interacting with your company, and then right. internal with your own team. It, right. it was challenging. I mean, you, some days you're like, you got your head on a swivel, and you're just trying to make sure all these boxes are checked, and who's communicating with what, and who understood it. Hey, did you actually read this? Like, it was I, a lot some days. That's, that's not unusual. I mean, I was talking with uh, Fence and Deck Connection, which works in multiple counties, and this, you know, knowing the waterfront property rules, when you can put, you know, and just the complexities and the changes and everything else is just so tough to keep up on top. And that's, right. you know, one thing that you've got to do. But I mean, I mean, to sort of, you know, recap here, I mean, you guys are a health provider. Yes. Uh, you accept insurances? We do. We accept all major medical insurances. And the one that hopefully by the time this podcast drops that we have been working on for a while that we can finally add is the Johns Hopkins Healthcare Network Portfolio. So oh, some wow. employer health plans, EHP, U.S. Family Health Plan, um, ideally having those as a part of our options and offerings outside of like your, you know, Care First, Aetna, Cigna, United, TRICARE, which has been right. a big one in the Annapolis area, in addition to also being part of the Veteran Affair Community Care Network. So for people who wanted to go outside of the VA, them just needing to get a referral to our office. Right. And and also, if you have a uh, health savings plan or something like that, certainly yep. if, you, if you're not participating with somebody's insurance on the other hand, you may have a health saving plan or health yep. saving plan. You can use that for this for without anything. Hours and locations are very convenient. I, I mean, uh, you know, behind Dick's and Gambles or across the street from the Safeway in Annapolis. Yeah. Yeah. And then in Columbia, I mean, we're right at the bottom of Broken Land uh, and Snowden. So, so if you go to the bottom of Snowden, where it intersects with Broken Land, we're right maybe down. not even a mile down on the right. We're actually very, very close to Merriweather. You get free concert tickets. Uh, no, <laughs> but I, I will say there's a lot of running events that we'll be a part of this year. And uh, overall, I mean, look, yeah, just it's, an, sure. it's another community we're just very, very happy to be a part of. That's for sure. Um, and, and again, you know, the thing that impresses me much is that the, the skill set that's in, in place at every location. It's again, I'll go back to my own experience. It's not just whoever happened to walk in that, you know, can you bend this guy's leg back and forth, make him balance on the balance beam and everything else like that? I mean, this, you, you know, you're really taking people from where they are uh, and bringing them physically to where they want or need to be. Yes. If I had to oversimplify it, you are coming to us. We are trying to figure out what grade level you are at in terms of this curriculum of K through 12 or up to college. And that end task that you want to be at, let's view that as college, where say you've graduated from high school, but you have your entry point. We know where you want to be in terms of your exit point. It's up to us to build out the curriculum to kind of navigate the process, because at the end of the day, we want to create a situation where physically acti physical activity 
is sustainable. And we know by taking you through a curriculum, you'll most likely have prerequisites to whatever physical activity you want to do. Certainly. And your tagline, be greater than yesterday. Yes. Yes. I mean, great line with a, uh, with the greater than symbol. You got it. Yeah. It's just a commitment to self, uh, you know, self-improvement, self-actualization. How can you continue to be a better version of yourself each day? And that comes with, you know, continual practice, education, empowerment, all these things that we can create under the umbrella of, of, of healthcare. Just a real quick question. Do you find that your style of physical therapy and recovery for people that are that you're working with tends to be any quicker than other practices? Here's what I will say is that by implementing a more active recovery style uh, and a more competency focused way of approaching physical rehabilitation, that it would align ourselves and our team with best practices. I can say that we're on top of the literature, we are on top of the research, and this is the direction that healthcare and our profession is going. And we're very excited to be among a group of professionals and a group of other people. There are people throughout the country doing this as well, but that are kind of pushing into a quote unquote new version of how to do this thing. Well, it sounds like you're on top of the Riding the wave in here, and it's yeah. uh, it's great. I mean, it's great to catch up again. Congratulations on opening up second location in Crofton. Thank uh, you. 983 Wog Chapel Way, and uh, just come in off of the light there by the old green turtle, which is, I guess, smashing grapes, and wind your way back past Wegmans and behind Dick's Sporting Goods, and you will see it's right on the corner. The suite is A, and then, uh, of course, we know at Naples is it's 1750 Forest Drive, and uh, you're, again, tucked in the back of that uh Used to be the old Maith building, but across from Safeway. And Columbia is, you know, so, I mean, if you're working in D.C., if you're, uh, you know, you've got plenty of options to, you know, get away. always pop into Bethesda, too, right? (laughs) That's true. Dr. Funk, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on the stellar growth of uh, Rehab to Perform. Check them out, rehabtoperform.com. And that is the number two in the middle there. There's nothing else. Um, Check out that couch to 5K. I may, I may, may jump in on that because I would, uh, sounds like I, I do need something to get me getting greater than yesterday. <laughs> I, I love it. We'd be happy to help you. All righty, man. Hey, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.